you know what time it is and you already know the deal. This is The Real For Real with Kevin, Trevor, and Isaiah, bringing the realest, most in-depth perspectives on the film industry. So get ready, get set, and let's get into the show. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to The Real For Real. And today, we're going to be talking about the movie Bullet Train, directed by David Leach and adapted from the 2010 novel Bullet Train by Katara Asaka. So, man, we got a star-studded cast here starring Brad Pitt. We got Brian Henry. We got Zazie Beetz, Bad Bunny, Joey King, Aaron Taylor Johnson, Sarah, uh, Sandra Bullock, Hiroyuki Sonata, Michael Shannon, and many more. So, man, this, this movie was dope, man. I think that, uh, what, what do y'all think? I mean, we saw it together. What do y'all think? We didn't really talk about it. But it was, yeah, that's because so y'all 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 ran out on me. I was like, cool, we go to the movies, we gonna hang out, and then afterwards y'all were like, all right, bro, I got a dip, and I was like, oh, well, those are my those are my plans for the night. You know, duty calls, man. We got to be where we got to be at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all know I had to do the daddy duties, run some errands, do all that. I had to get up yeah. out of there, man. But I, I, when's the last time we've been to the movies together? What's the last movie we all saw together? Dude. It can't be Batman. Batman. It can't be Batman. No, nah, I don't think we saw that together. We saw Batman together. No, the Batman we oh. did. Remember, that's like Isaiah's first time uh, XD. Boy, uh, <laughs> chill. Uh, that, it ain't my first XD. See, that, okay, that might be true because I saw the Batman like three times. So I guess I was thinking about the last time I watched it. But uh, yeah, I guess I guess so. Wait, I, I know Kevin, I saw Morbius with you. Isaiah, did I see it with you too? No, he didn't go to that one. No, no, I saw Morbius. Yeah, you saw it. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, everybody, we saw the movie together, man. That was cool. That was that's what's up. But no, it was good to be back in the theater together. I I will say that. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Because like I did, like I know we chat. I mean, we talked for like two minutes, and I had to dip. But Isaiah, I did ask you that one question. I said you liked everything, everywhere, all at once, just as much as I did. Everything, everywhere, all at once is still better, though, right? You were like, "Mm, I don't know. I was like, oh, wait a second. And then Trev threw some shade at it, talking about some, oh, hell yeah, of course it is. Hell yeah. Everything, everywhere, all in once ain't got nothing going on with it. Yeah. I said, wait yeah. a second, bro. I said, bullet train second. was better than that. Yes. This is more entertaining. <laughs> and I will go on record. I will go on record right now to say, I know you asked me that then, and I was like, uh, it's not even an uh no more. If it came down to it, and I'm using one of your criteria, you know what I'm saying, Kevin? If it came down to rewatchability, am I picking up everywhere? Or bullet train, I'm picking a bullet train first. And that's fair. So that's fair. This, like, yeah. that's the only reason I put it ahead. I think both are very good in their own right, but they're two different movies. And and this one definitely, like, I feel like this one, when I left out of that theater, y'all saw me. I was hyped about yeah. it. I was like, this is yeah. good. Oh, you were laughing the entire time, bro. Like, literally, the entire time. Oh, yeah. Like, cause, <laughs> and it's not like hilarious laugh, but it was just like there were so many little, like, things as it went on that just kind of, like, tickled me a little bit as we yeah. go. Yeah. Now, I will say some of that I was all like, because, you know, if y'all know Isaiah, this man runs on a 24-7 schedule. He if you can if you can hold <laughs> on to him long enough, he's he might be asleep. But uh, <laughs> like I was just all like some of the jokes he was cracking up and he was cracking up. He was like the only one he in the was. theater laughing. And I'm all like, <laughs> all right, that one wasn't that funny. I think you just lacking on sleep, bro. <laughs> <laughs> maybe so. Maybe so. But it was. I mean, I, I, and, and you know how I also gets like reading into like little things that's just going yeah. on too. So like sometimes it's just little things that just get to but me. No, but, right. it but been no, this like is the kind of movie that, that, yeah, this is the one Isaiah would be eating it up, man, every last scene. But it, it was funny. Like actually, I was laughing here and Isaiah laughing. It was pretty funny. But, 
Now, hold on, Trev. I do have to go back to everything. Not to get off subject. Everybody, he bought it on 4K because he felt guilty for talking shit about this movie. Why else did you buy everything everywhere all at once? Why else would you buy it? Just to convince yourself that you would like it one day? (laughs) (laughs) If y'all recall correctly, if I recall correctly, I think I gave it a high 80s. All I said was... It ain't worth all that analysis. All of it is just jokes. <laughs> Y'all over here like, oh, let, let, let's look at the hot dog uh, finger world and uh, let's let's overanalyze that shit. No, you don't need to. No, we ain't spending that much with the hot dog finger world, okay? The, the, the bagel and the googly eyes, man. Come on, man. But let me yeah. not get off all too, of, uh, too off. So, so to answer your question, sir, it is a well-made movie. Uh, it's very okay. good. It's worthy of being in my library and it's visually stunning. So, yeah, I had to get it. Yes. Okay, now, all, right, all right. How many times I'm going to watch it? Not as many times as Bullet Train, apparently. Not as many times as Bullet Train. In fact, let me go click and see if I can go ahead and pre-order Bullet Train right now. <laughs> man, who you telling? No, I feel the same way, man. Like, well, not about everything everywhere all at once in this one, but Bullet Train is going to get that serious rewatch factor out of me. But for the people who don't know what this movie is about, because I know it's been advertised quite a bit, but some people haven't heard of it. But for the people who don't know... This premise follows Brad Pitt, whose name is Ladybug. <laughs> it's a pretty funny name. And uh, he's an unlucky assassin who's determined to do his job peacefully after one too many gigs has gone off the rails. Fate, however, may have other plans as his latest mission puts him on a collision course with lethal adversaries from around the globe, all with connected yet conflicting objectives on the world's fastest train, which would be the bullet train. So... Obviously, we've already gotten to our initial thoughts of this movie, man, but, or have we? No, go ahead, Isaiah. Like, after seeing it, though, straight up, like, what were your initial thoughts after seeing it? Oh, man, I walked out of the theater. Like, I was already, I was like, this is, I was ready to go sit down and watch it again. In fact, I was hoping that we would, like, we would put off, like, even recording this so I can go see it at least twice more. Yeah, you, <laughs> you feel know like you I mean? want to analyze it more? Yeah, well, not, not even, well, yeah, analyze it some, but also it was just, like, I feel like there's just other little gems in this that were just I may have missed over. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm sure it's got plenty of Easter eggs in it that I missed. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I enjoyed myself. I thought I had a good time at the movies. Like it was a fun time at the movies. I've watched plenty of good movies at at the theater too. Mm-hmm. Not saying that the other movies aren't good, but this was fun. Like it was a fun sit down and just being in there. One hundred, yeah. And watching Definitely. Great. What you think, Trev? Uh like I said before, I thought it was dope. Um it's yeah. Action's great, great comedy, highly entertaining. It's just a, it's a, it's a really fun movie with uh, great plot points. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, for me, man, I'm gonna tell you right now. Uh, I feel like this year we've gotten a lot of pretty cool movies, and I think that this was actually a great movie to kind of end the summer with, right? Um, because it's like yeah. a huge summer blockbuster hit. I enjoyed it. I thought, you know, Brad Pitt did his thing. It was dope. Uh, I actually, I, I got to say this though. When we went in the movie and Trevor sat down, he said something. He's like, he's like looking at the audience and he was like, man, was, I see Brad Pitt and brought all the old people out to this movie. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I was like, yeah, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, after he did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he going to bring the 60 and Up Club with him. Like that's Cause, just. Because <laughs> cause looking at the previews for this movie, I was like, oh, this is a young person's movie. I can't imagine <laughs> any old person's like, yeah, I got to go see that. But they were out there. Yeah. <laughs> they were out there, man. I'm like, once he did Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, he racked up, like, he locked in that 60 and Up Club. 
Yeah. He had them reminiscing about Hollywood days, bro. So I was like, man, they're there. The more folks are uh, saying Brad Pitt can yeah. come to the cookout. Well, I guess Brad Pitt is 50, what, 55, 51? Dang, he is that old, huh? Uh, That's crazy. Yeah, he, he's, uh, he, he's, he's up yeah. there. He hey, is. Man, him oh, and Tom, shit. Him and Tom Cruise he's 58. 58. Wow. He's, yeah, he's 58. Man. Looks good for his age, man. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Kudos yeah. to him. Man. Now, I do got to mention this because I wasn't familiar with the controversy with the casting of this movie, but Trev mentioned it to me earlier this week. I guess with the novel having all the characters be Japanese, this movie was accused of whitewashing. I looked it up myself to kind of look into it. The author of the book approved the casting choices, and the production company that licenses this deal is a Japanese company that wants the story to be brought to the U.S. So I personally, I mean, after reading all that, I don't see the problem with it. To me, it's not like Scarlet Man. Joe and Ghost in the Shell. It's not like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so, not the same situation. So it's... If, I, I don't, I mean, but you know, people always going to make a big deal out of stuff, but I can see. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. But I, I mean, don't know. And to be fair, if the author going to say, if the author gives stamp of approval, everybody else can shut up. That's, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. That's why I looked into it. I was like, what's the, it, I was like, cause when, when Trevor initially told it to me, I was like, oh wow. Hey, let me look that up. Like that's real. Cause that could be problematic if everybody's Japanese and then they just purposely just, no, we're not doing that. But now once you get that stamp of approval, man, that's a wrap. So. Yeah, yeah, but man, this movie was and the way that they tied in the stories. I mean, I think at least visually the way they tied it in, um, I don't think that it does it does the story any disjustice. Yeah, the way that the you know with the casting choices they made. Right, right, right. Yeah, like I think they still were making sure to give a nice rounded uh, or well rounded uh, group of individuals mm-hmm. from different backgrounds too, and it wasn't like there was nothing that seemed overtly. Uh, I guess you could say overtly, like out of culture or character. Right. That makes right. Sense. Yeah. Just to clarify, Isaiah, when you say disjustice, do you mean disservice or injustice? Because <laughs> yeah, 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 you I'm, that I'm created going, a new word. I'm, yeah, I'm hey, I, was, I did. I did. I, I was just I, I was scrambling to get my stuff. Together, now, now say hello. Now, Trev, I wasn't gonna say they that. did no injustice you know, you know, or Trev. disservice. Now okay? you know Trev. Neither Patty. one. Trev Patty, now. He could have. Nobody was even gonna catch that, but now he done brought that to light. See, that's fine. That's fine. You know what? I'm about to. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing it back. As my boy Brad tried to bring back whack, I'm gonna bring. I'm gonna bring it in. I'm gonna bring this in. This justice gonna be the new thing. Now. I mean, this justice was never a thing. But... <laughs> well, it's gonna be now. Okay, you heard me. It's gonna be creating words, man. Hey, but this this movie felt so fresh, man. Because in a world that's dominated by Marvel and superhero adaptations and sequels i think this was cool to see and it reminded me of a couple of other things like i was like i'm getting like smoking aces on a train vibe a little bit you know yeah and i'm kind of getting yeah. a nice kill bill feel to it very stylish funny violent and like the momentum of this movie never slowed down like it just kept going yeah. it was very fast paced and i i was a little worried that the trailer was going to give everything away and not make it as exciting for me but I didn't feel that mm-hmm. way after watching it. Because um, the trailer does show a lot of action scenes, but it didn't ruin it for me, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I thought that was good. And I'm glad you pointed out Kill Bill, too. Like the movie overall, especially like the storytelling, has a lot of Tarantino vibes. Yeah. How it's not fully linear, but it is linear. You know what I mean? It's like if uh, Tarantino and John Wick have a baby. Bam, you got this movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got this movie right yeah, here. Yeah, that's a good that's a good little combination. Yeah, man. that's what's up, man. But let's get into the positives, bros. I know we got plenty of them. And Isaiah, go ahead and start us off, man. What you got? All right, uh, I'm going to start first with, um, I've got to give some big shout out going to 
Uh, the music that was done by Dominic Lewis, whew, every scene is like enhanced and brought to life because of the way that the music lays with this film. Mm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? One, I, I applaud them for using the Japanese versions. I like that. Of the popular tunes yeah. we heard. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because of the setting, I'm like, this makes more sense. I love that. But each scene from the fight between, you know, Lemon and uh, Ladybug mm-hmm. to the fight between Tangerine and them to the ending, like, every song was lined up in, like, every score was just perfect for what was going on. Like, you don't see a marriage with music and, and, and cinematography. Right. As good as what you've seen in this movie and this one. So I've got to give huge, huge ups to that. Yeah. That's my first one. So Dang. That is a big thing. I was thinking about that, too. That's what's up. Uh, uh, Trev, what you got, man? So I would like to bring special attention to the acting because usually in these type of movies, it's all about the action and it's all about um, the quips and, 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 and the comedy. But you actually get some nice dramatic points, uh, especially with... Mm-hmm. Uh, Tangerine, uh, played by Aaron Taylor Johnson, when he thinks that Lemon is dead. Of course, spoilers. <laughs> we will be spoiling the hell out of this movie as we discuss it. But th- th- there's a great moment when yeah. you see his facial expressions as he's as he's processing, and, and he's like, okay, yeah, my brother is dead. And, and so I thought that was a really good moment. That's, again, in these type of movies, that's something, the, dr- the, dr- the drama of things is usually not the best. So. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could even say that they don't even, in a lot of action thrillers, you just don't waste time yeah, on the drama, yeah. right? Like, on the feeling at yeah. all. It's just, oh, I'm angry, let's get revenge, you know, flips around or whatever it is. But it doesn't get the time that it deserves. And this, they did a real nice job with that. And I'm to second you, second that thought, I would also say, Brian Tyree Henry, as Lemon, whenever we, <laughs> you know, whenever he has that moment um, that he realizes uh, his brother's dead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Y- y'all know me. I've been singing uh, Brian Tyree Henry's praises <laughs> since I first seen this dude in Atlanta. I mean, he, everything he in, yeah. everything he's in, he's fantastic. Paper boy. I know a lot of people. <laughs> uh, Brad Pitt was the selling point for this movie. I saw uh, my boy Brian in the trailer, and I was like, "Oh, I'm definitely seeing this because I mean, I, I just think the dude is, yeah, he, he's he's a one. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah." And then, I, I, I mean, shout out also to Aaron Taylor Johnson in general, too. I mean, my guy hasn't had like a main, main lead that I've seen since probably Kick-Ass in yeah. 20, you know, 2010. See, I didn't even recognize him. Uh, it wasn't until we were looking up some more information about this movie that I see. And I was like, oh, that was Pietra from uh, Avengers Age of Ultron. Yeah. I didn't recognize yeah, old like, dude. I was just like, who's this? Who is this uh, Walmart bread Tom Hiddleston uh, they got? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's fantastic. Like, but, yeah. Damn, you couldn't give him target. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, but Kickass was like his jumping off point, and he does the sequel. Isaiah, I like team. the way you keep saying that. Like everybody has seen Kickass. Kevin, have you seen Kickass? I got it on Blu-ray, homie. Oh, well, I guess it's, I'm the only one on, who hasn't it's seen on Kickass. <laughs> it's on purpose that I'm bringing it up like that because the movie's not bad. Like, I didn't it, think it was bad. Movie. I'm just saying nobody watched it, but I guess. <laughs> but that's and that's what I'm saying. It never gave him the little springboard that he needed to become that leading man. But yet he's made these appearances in different things. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know, different things going forward. Yeah. I mean, he was in Tenet last I saw him, but he was a supporting role there. You know, he's in uh, MCU, you know, as Pietro uh, in the MCU. But yeah. again, he's he never gets he's not getting the leading man roles that we think. And in here, 
Let's make this case right now. I think he proved yes, himself well he over. Well, isn't, he, he, well, hold on. Isn't he supposed to be Craven the Hunter coming up? That's what I thought I, I read, too. Yeah. I don't, I'm not sure. Yeah. But I thought I read that he's supposed to be that. So this should yeah. be pretty cool to have him yeah. in that in in that spot. Yeah. But I'm, that's yeah. what I, 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 I'm with you, Isaiah. He convinced me. I'm like, okay, yeah. Give this man some leading roles. In fact, I'll take it a step further. I'm I'm ready for a tangerine and lemon spinoff. Let's do it. Oh, yes. for sure. Yeah. <laughs> give us give us what got them to where they yeah, were. Give us yeah. a prequel <laughs> since y'all killed off somebody. Show us the Bolivia job. <laughs> oh man. Show us show, everything in between. Show us the start up. Them being yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And shout out to that little black boy who he he, he I guess they did some hell of some direction in that because they told him that day you're watching Thomas the Tank Engine and you're gonna lose your shit when I pan to you. <laughs> <laughs> and that little boy did. He had that train clutched to his chest, and I was like, "Man, he sold it." Yeah, he did. Shout out to the child yeah, actors, man. man. Yeah. Now, since y'all talking about casting choices, I think Joy King as Prince did a great job. Um, yeah. I feel like she nailed the role, and I thought it was cool that she was kind of the ultimate destruction in the con in this movie. And uh, even yeah. though, like, you know, she's kind of predictable, like when we first see her, because you know, like she's going to be a big deal and probably play people. But I mean. And uh, for her lack of fighting, she makes up for being clever. Like, she's the most clever person on the train. So, I thought that was dope. Yeah. I need to check so. out the kissing booth now. <laughs> all three of them. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see about yeah, all I, that. I, I'm going to leave that alone. Um, <laughs> but, shoot, another positive, though, the director, man. Shout out to David Leach. Like, you know, he did John Wick, Atomic Blonde, Deadpool 2, Hobbs and Shaw. He was a producer for Nobody, so... With me already seeing this before this movie, I knew it was going to be pretty dope because I like all those movies, even Hobbs and Shaw mm-hmm. for the stupid stuff they do, but whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the the choices he makes, like having Channing Tatum in a couple of scenes, like that was funny, right? <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, all right, that's hilarious. That, that's funny. And then um, having Ryan Reynolds be revealed as Carver, I thought was hilarious too. Like it's like, because it's like bringing back, you know, uh, Kick-Ass or Deadpool. So I thought that was cool. So just the yeah, choices well, the he trade off. Yeah. That trade off is cool too, right? Yeah. Cause Brad put Brad Pitt in Deadpool two makes a little cameo appearance. Yeah. And so to have in Brad Pitt's film, Ryan Reynolds drop off is pretty cool in itself too. Yeah. Just the way that they both only appear for a moment in the movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And then y'all were talking about Tangerine and Lemon, man, dynamic duo, man. Like the dialogue between <laughs> them two is probably my favorite thing of the movie besides the violence. <laughs> Uh, they, they got the, 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 I mean, the chemistry is phenomenal, man. And their backstory was great showing us flashbacks mm-hmm. and how cold blooded of killers they were just racking up on those body counts and counting them off as they were killing people. The yeah. number 16, 17, I was like, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the, that was a great scene. <laughs> and then like the two actually being brothers, like what? <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> Like, they kind of threw everybody for, like, oh, they're brothers, like, for real. Like, oh, they're wow. They're twins, yeah. <laughs> they're twins. <laughs> so that was funny. And then, like, uh, just, you know, the purpose of them being on a train for the recovering a briefcase full of money and, uh, I guess, retrieving it for White Death's son and get White Death's son and all that. Like, it was it was good, man. And y'all didn't even, did y'all bring up uh, Tank Engine reference? Thomas the Tank Engine? No. That is hilarious. That was great. That, and that's straight from the story. Um, kind of going back to to uh, script writing, or just the script in general. Man, like <laughs> the the nods that 
almost everything that gets brought up in the script and the dialogue, you got to pay attention because the movie has all these little nods to things that are being said. Mm -hmm. And I was part of like, I I think some of my laughter that was going on there in the movie too was me connecting these little dots as things went on too. Yeah. Yeah. Like I was expecting to see things as as they went on. There were obvious ones. Like I think Trevor, you told me about like you were mentioning, which I, it's obvious and I missed it, but the one about like, um, Lemon wearing his vest, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's the blatantly obvious one. That's an obvious foreshadowing that goes forward, and then of course he gets shot in the chest, and we find out later he survives simply because he's got the vest. Yeah. On. But like there are small, more nuanced ones as well. For instance, in that same conversation about the vest, Tangerine points out that it's like not supposed to like like you wear it so it'll protect your neck or protect your throat. Like yeah. it's not supposed to protect your throat. It's to keep you from getting hit. Center mass. Yeah, Lemon says that, but yeah. Yes, yeah. So afterward, the, in the discussion about that, as as Lemon is mentioning, it's not going. It's not going to protect me if I get shot in the neck. Where does Tangerine get shot at? In the yeah. neck. Mm-hmm. Bleeds yeah. out. Um, ten, uh, Lemon make points out at one point that he can't tell who's supposed to be a diesel and who's supposed to be, you know, a uh, who's supposed to be diesel and who's supposed to be. Uh, oh, a duck is what he says. It's a duck. Yeah. And when he says this, he points to uh, the father. <laughs> he points to the father, uh, Andrew Koji's character, mm-hmm. and says he's Diesel at that moment. And then points to the prince, Joey King's character, as the duck. Mm. Now, it seems super small, but then all of a sudden, no one's truly paid attention to it at this point. When the elder gets on the, on the train, he... When, uh, after the random snake comes out, uh, and attacks, uh, Brad Pitt's character, the elder puts his cane, uh, the cane up to the prince's neck. And what is on the edge of the cane? The duck. Like, just little, there are so many little nods to things. Brad Pitt talks about being able, like, being so fascinated with the toilet that he wants to be able to use it for something. Where does he take the snake? Mm hmm. Immediately yeah. back to that toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> It's, there's so many of just little small little jabs at things that come back and find themselves being like mm-hmm. realized. It's pretty neat. Yeah, that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Um, I, I got to bring up Bad Bunny, man, because I saw his name <laughs> in the casting. I think we saw him in a trailer too, and I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know about this now. What is it? Because I thought he would probably have some big role in this, which he didn't, and that was fine. <laughs> I mean, I don't know much about his music or anything. I know he's a big deal, but I, either way, he did his go- good, a good job as playing Wolf. Like, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so, for the short time we got him, I'm pretty confident that I think he'll be pretty good at El Muerto. Uh, I think that'll, I mean, as far as, I don't know what the movie will be, but him as a character, like, I think he'll be fine on the physicality of that. Yeah. Like, he'll, he's got it here because he showed it in this movie. So, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. I think that was pretty cool. Uh, um, look at Sony. <laughs> yeah, Sony, Sony, Did Sony. Well. They're doing well so far. Yeah, and casting anyway. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. So <laughs> yeah. he said casting specifically, yeah. casting yeah, nothing yeah. else. That, that, that execution <laughs> part is what gets them. I mean, they got yeah, Jared Leto. They couldn't do nothing with that. Right so you know, <laughs> I don't know. Got to give a specific company very little faith. Yeah, <laughs> and also I liked how this movie was a bunch of action. And the plot was great. Like sometimes I think y'all mentioned it earlier. These kind of movies, yep. the plot is very 
dim, very thin, and you don't have much of it, or it's either yeah. that or either the acting is bad. Something's going to lack here when yeah, it comes to these it, kind it, of movies. Yeah, it's strange. It's like they go in and are like, all right, so we're going to give some kick-ass action. All right, well, what about yeah. plot? <laughs> what about acting? They ain't going to care about that. Just tell them we got a bunch of assassins on a train. That's all they yeah. need to know. <laughs> it's going to be fun, yeah. but no. <laughs> So, yeah, because I like the fact that I don't have to like, oh, just turn off your brain and just watch it and just yeah. have a good time. Because yeah. I mean, you can only watch something like this so many times before it's like old. So, but but Isaiah yeah. was bringing up so many different things that are all connected that, hell, I miss. I mean, I didn't even connect the, the toilet thing like you were talking about with Brad Pitt. That's pretty cool. And a couple other things you mentioned. So like little stuff like that. Like it's actually pretty complex, the movie. Uh, it's pretty dope. And then everything unfolds nicely. Just everybody being connected together. And even bringing in my girl Zazzy Beats as the person who poisoned Wolf's wife and his family. Um, we get her for a really cool fight sequence, I think. And God, that <laughs> syringe, man, that's gruesome, man. Gosh, dog. How did y'all, I mean, yeah. that was just, I mean, the wedding, bro, when she poisoned everybody with that? I mean, dang, they were throwing up blood and eyes gushing. I'm like, gosh, dog. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this movie was yeah. violent, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it was really going there, but I mean, the scene, and that scene was, was gold when she was fighting Brad Pitt, or I should call him Ladybug, because yeah. it was, he was like, you only have one of these? Wow, yeah. that's not smart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he did some quick thinking, because I know when, when I saw that syringe go into his hand, and I was, if it was me in that situation, I would have been panicked, and I didn't, I would have never thought, oh, just go ahead and stab her. She's going to have to have an antidote. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. my ass just would have been like, oh, fuck, and then, I don't know. Spend my yep. 25 seconds. I mean, well, yeah, we would be panicking, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I'd have just been like, I'm out of there. <laughs> my bad. Yeah. Guess I'm not completing this yeah. job. And, and some more fight sequences. The fight scene between Tangerine and Ladybug, where the lady kept looking back at them, that was a great scene to me. <laughs> yeah, in the I quiet think. car. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that just that speaks to the fighting choreography as well. Um, I mean, the fighting choreography in this movie was great. And I got to bring up the editing for these fight sequences as well. Yeah. Uh, because Isaiah, remember when you and I were talking shit about Mortal Kombat, the editing, how bad the yep. editing was. Well, this is <laughs> night and day difference. And for the people who don't know what we were talking about as far as editing on these fight sequences, watch this movie and watch Mortal Kombat, the recent one, and you'll see the difference. It's like, it's a huge difference. So I wanted to, I wanted yeah. to shed some light on that because that was, man, that was awesome. Really good. Well, who was it? Was it uh, Isaiah? I'm just reading. I think it was you that was questioning how much uh, of what Brad Pitt did uh, stunt wise. Yeah, I was curious. I so, mean, according to the film stunt coordinator, he did 95% of his own stunts in this film. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Like, and the only reason I questioned it is that scene at the end, I think, when he's like folded over. <laughs> Like on top, like he's laying down yeah, on, the, yeah. on the train and he's folded yeah. over. I was like, for a 50, you know, for somebody who's in their 50s to be folded like that. <laughs> you know what's funny? That don't look like Man, a fun place to watch. As a 30, as a 32 year old, I don't even fold like that if I wanted to. Hey, that's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's all flexibility there, boy. That's all flexibility. That's all I know, yoga. I'm that's start, yoga. I'm at the start incorporating some more yoga. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's yoga right yeah. there, man. So, um, and then I also want to just shout out right quick before we, you know, move, switch. Switch gears a little bit. I ain't ready to I switch gears also... yet, man. I ain't ready to go to the negatives yet. Oh, 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 excuse me. My bad. I just wanted to also point <laughs> out right quick. Um, just shout out to the costuming department. Like, 100%. Like, everybody looks great in yeah. this movie, too. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They do. 
Also, shout out to the accents, man. You think they were pretty good? I, I think mean, I couldn't tell you if they were bad or not. I thought they were pretty good. I think I felt like there was one moment at the very beginning when Brian slips out of his accent. I did. I, I speak that too. And I was all like, uh, but uh, it was just that one time. So, yeah. 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 I peeped that too. Yeah. Also, the things. No, I thought they movie. were good. Oh, go ahead, Isaiah. You thought they were good? No, I was just saying, I thought they were good too. There's just a moment where, um, I, there were some moments where I couldn't understand them a little bit, but it was still good. It was only a couple of moments. Oh, like I that. got it. Yeah. That's, that's part of my negatives. I'll get into that when we get to it, though. Yeah. And another thing I like about this movie, too, are the themes of this movie, um, like the message of fates. You got fate, good luck, bad luck, karma. I just like how it's casually mentioned throughout the movie. Brad Pitt does it a lot, talking about good luck, bad luck, how he's bad luck. And um, I don't feel like it's, you know, shoved down your throat too much. I, I, no. I mean, I, some people may feel that way, no. but I didn't really feel that way. I think that the themes are clear. It's not forced or anything. Uh-uh. Uh, Lady, I agree. Yeah, and Ladybug, he clearly has bad luck in this movie, but his fate, he persevered at the end. And why? Because he was a stand-up dude at the end of the day. So I like that. I thought it was pretty cool. So yeah. Well, I also like the theme of uh, what they, they kind of go with these like themes of like perspective, right? Along with fate. Yeah. Because like, because like, according to Ladybug, he is ridiculously unlucky. <laughs> yeah. But. The whole movie, we've seen that he's, it's actually been the opposite. From the moment they introduce him and he says this, sure, he steps off of the ground, off of the street, in, uh, steps off the sidewalk into the street. But when he does that, what do we mean? Like, oh, a he car steps into misses the puddle him. in the car. It, yeah. Heck yeah. yeah. Right. The car misses him. It doesn't hit him. So I'm like, instantly we see it's the, I, in my head, it was funny instantly because I'm like, he's, he, he misses that. Yeah. He's missing the fact that he's not unlucky. He actually is <laughs> ridiculously lucky. Right, yeah. Things just but he can't see that because he's he's caught up in his in his mind on that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That flips by the end of the movie. And then also perception, like or again, perception being a big theme in this, when you look at the prince, mm-hmm. one is the fact that they're na- <laughs> they're named the prince and it turns out to be this lady. Perception of tangerine and lemon, then being <laughs> there's kind of this whole thing of how you look at situations. Mm-hmm. So I thought that's kind of interesting, right? Yeah. yeah like for sure. going along with that. So yeah, I think the themes, they're not beating over the head. I think they're actually woven in pretty well. That's what I thought. Yes, they talk about fate a lot, like, but it's not overbearing, at least to me. No, it's not. And part of that could be because there's other things going on. There's so much going on and there's a lot of action too. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Well, shit, y'all didn't even bring up Hiroyuki uh, Sonata in this movie, man, playing the Elder. I mean, come on now. Oh, I, I was that going was, to. Don't get me wrong. Oh, man. I mean, I couldn't wait to see him kick ass in this movie, even for the short short term we got. Because, uh, I mean, shit. You remember him in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. <laughs> that was kind of yeah. short term. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah, I, I yeah. like this much better, um, even though I liked what he did in Mortal Kombat. But him being the grandfather and his grandson being pushed off the rooftop, um, and kind of him looking down on his son for not being there. I just thought like it was a very well-developed story. Like each person in this movie, I thought specifically him and his family had a very well-developed story. Yeah. And they, so, and they put that in there nicely. So I definitely find it interesting, like super interesting that you say that he was like, and, and, and I say that because in the beginning, you're right. It does feel like he's looking down on his son. Yeah. But by the end of it, like, I love how they tell that story because he he's not, I don't think he's looking down on his son. Yeah. I think by the end of it, 
you realize that he's looking at this whole thing as this is all my fault. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. From the get go, yeah. the kid, the, the grandkid wouldn't have been pushed had it not been for my like for what happened with for, his story. for my inability to act yeah. when I needed to, or or for me being weak in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, like and, and meaning when he was with the yakuza. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about yeah. that until you just said that just now. All right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense yeah. for sure. The dialogue is there too. That's what he was explaining with that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, with that last quote when he finally tells him again, a father's like supposed to protect the family or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was never pointing his finger at his son. Yeah. He was saying, This is still all because I couldn't I didn't I didn't protect yeah. y'all. Yeah. Yeah. I lost. And when I lost, I lost big. Yeah. And y'all are still in fact, whole oh, crap, this all connects. <laughs> Because Prince tells the father, "You, your son is going to pay for your sins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which then, we've been watching the whole time that technically the father has been paying for the sins of of the granddad. Yeah. yeah. Which, I mean, this is, man, this is, yeah, I, I didn't even connect that when I was sitting in the theater, but it connects now. And I'm like, that's pretty neat. Again, the little pieces in this thing movie that just connect and pay themselves off down the line. Oh yeah, definitely, really definitely, one hundred. And then also, um, I'm thinking about Ladybugs. This whole his his character trying to turn over a new leaf and being righteous. It, it reminded me a lot of Jules from Pulp Fiction, and the fact mm-hmm. that he's he's stuck in this violent underworld, but he wants to change so much. Uh, yeah. So I thought that was kind of paying homage to uh, Tarantino. You know, Kev, as much as I bring up Interstellar, you're going to have to stop bringing up Tarantino. I mean, everything can't be, everybody (laughs) can't be paying homage to Tarantino. Maybe they are, but you just, every time you see, like, a, you you just see anything, you're like, oh, yeah, 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 Tarantino did that in this one movie. Everybody's paying homage to Tarantino. Now, hold on now. Ladybug and Jules, you wouldn't say they're similar? That's fine. I'm just, they are similar. I'm just saying. Okay, we got to tie it always back to Tarantino. God. That's all I'm saying. I mean, you know, you know, you know, he's the go to this shit. I know you want me to bring up Nolan so bad, but I'm sorry. (laughs) Nolan ain't got nothing to do with this one. (laughs) This is. Hey, Tarantino is a good storyteller. (laughs) Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Oh, man. That's funny, dog. Oh. Man, man. Is is there any other positives, though? Anything else y'all could think of? Nothing nothing else I got. Whoa, well, no, y'all uh, got to bring up White Death, though. I thought he was cool. Um, yeah, he was. Shout out to shout out to Zod from Man of Steel. I mean, that was that was. I, well, Michael Shannon is always always great. Like, yeah, I, I think he's he's one of those actors that I don't think many people throw in their like best actors he's, list. He's, but when you go back and you like really look over the man's work, you're like, no, nah, dude, it's pretty yeah, solid. Yeah, he, he's yeah. easy to forget. <laughs> Yeah. You know, Zod, um, he did great in uh, Knives yeah. Out as the last movie I can immediately think about him <laughs> yeah, being in. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, in fact, he and he's always played this a creep pretty well, but... Th- hey, hold on. Yeah, not just, Knives Out, bro. That shit was so funny when the dad told him, uh, you need to just find your own. Just find your own. <laughs> yeah. Well, like when he sneaks up on uh, Anna de Armas' character, like at an apartment and oh, stuff. Oh, that was creepy, like, though. I was like, you being a creep Yeah, you know, like he just... He's, yeah. That man understands the assignment every yeah. time. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I mean, he is yeah. a tad bit creepy yeah. looking. <laughs> Just a tad bit. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think I've seen him in more, you know, an, you know, villain roles than anything else. Creepy looking, he just creepy looks looking like Tarantino? 
Here we go. Y'all too. I did that on purpose. He told me I keep bringing up Tarantino. <laughs> you know, we finna change this podcast title. <laughs> you know, the six, the, everything in between Tarantino and, the, and Interstellar. That's gonna be the name. It's all connected. Movies as compared to these two, these two films. This is the Tarantino Nolan podcast. That's Fan, all this is. The fans podcast. <laughs> oh, man. That's all. Well, shit. All right, well, well, Isaiah, I know you, you got your negative. Well, you no, you say you only got like one negative for this movie, right? I mean, it's not many. It's not many, but I got some. I, all right, so, go ahead, man. You started off. All right, I'll start it. Um, first negative, and it's probably the most egregious one to me, is some of the, uh, s- there are a couple of action sequences that I'm just like, stop. Like, like there was one part, uh, I think it's when Tangerine is hanging off of the back of the train. This is the first time that I really, well, actually it's the second time. The silly. first one is when Lady- Ladybug and Tangerine are hanging off outside of the train. Yeah, that was a heavy CGI moment that looked kind of silly. Oh, I'm not even worried about the CGI. I'm just like, some of this is just extra. When you've got all these great um, practical fight scenes, my thought was some of this is just too over the top. I am excluding the last sequence where Ladybug's flying through the air because I think that's done for comedic, semi-comedic effect, Mm -hmm. right? Deadpool vibes, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it's just to be funny. But I'm like, one, it, 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 the things just don't add up. When they're hanging out of the train, because all of a sudden the door opens and all of a sudden the pressure just sucks them out. Yeah. I was like, one, y'all are moving mighty fast for y'all to be able to hang on and pull yourself back in there. Mm. If it's sucking you out, it's sucking you out and you flying. So I'm like, that's rough. Then to go to Tangerine on the back of it, that, yep. able to try and stand up vertically, uh, like completely vertical. And then this well, man, I, I, and then I, this man <laughs> uh, channeling his inner Hulk no. just... Uh, he's that, like, I'm yeah, just gonna yeah, punch I, my way through this. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, I, I hit, hit, gla- I hit uh, Trevor on my elbow. I was like, "Hey, <laughs> bro, this is this is too much right here." This is, yeah. This yeah. Is- <laughs> I know he had on the knuckle <laughs> rings, but uh, the brass yeah, knuckles. You know what I'm saying? He had the brass but knuckles, still. but that's yeah, that's extra. Uh, so I was like, so there were a couple moments which, to me, I felt like that moment specific. Those two moments specifically. There's another uh, toward the end where a part of the train gets blown off and someone gets sucked out. But then immediately following that, we see the Elder and the White Death still having their fight, and neither one of them is getting pulled out of the train from that pressure. And the wall is completely open. So I'm like, that's... uh, That happens in a lot of movies. Unfortunately for me, those took me out of of what was going on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got you. Trev, what you got? I know you got a couple of things, I'm sure. No, the only thing I was comment on is just the length. Uh, It definitely could have been shorter. That's all. Yeah, I yeah. think so. How long was this movie? Two hours and like four minutes, I think, is what the official runtime is. Okay. Yeah, well, two, well two hours and it's two th- hours, is it? Yeah, so. but but depending on what's going on, that's one thing. I but know. This, yeah, like, I, I think it could, could have been an hour 40. We could have wrapped it. Yeah. About time. Yeah. About time we get to like the be, middle of the last act, you're just like, okay, we, we got this. We can go ahead and wrap this up. Um, <laughs> I, guess, I mean, I, I actually didn't have as much of a problem with the length on it. But I do, I do think that the last act, the very last, I like mean, once all the players have been revealed, like we, we kind of know where it's going. Yeah, I think it slows down. Yeah. So for me, I'd say from Kyoto, I just think that, and I would hardly say this usually about an ending fight sequence, right? A lot of time the ending movies don't, 
the end sequences don't pay off mm-hmm. in most movies. But I felt like that one maybe just was a little a tad too long. That's all I would so, say. From the moment we arrive in Kyoto uh-huh. until the credits roll, it just seems to... Well, it's too much of popping it seems up long. Like, uh, like, oh, here comes Joey King's character again. Yeah, that's what I was yeah, going to say. Like, exactly. Like, after we <laughs> after we handle White Death and then she's like, ha ha ha, my plan worked yeah. and everything worked and I now will be the leader. And, and it's just all like, bruh, like, you had your moment. You had your dramatic one with your father twenty minutes ago. Like, let's wrap right, this shit up. Right. White Death is done. We're 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 ready. Let's go. Yeah. Wrap it up. Yeah, I felt like it was in a. It was. It, I felt like actually, Kevin, you'll like this. I felt like it pulled an MCU stunt where it could have ended nicely with a bow on it after the White Death's death. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, after there's been the reconciliation between the father and such, I think it could have ended on a not so funny note. Yeah. But it went to go for the jokes. Yep. Because you had to show Lemon running her over. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, and then even when they brought in the, you know, when they bring in Sandra Bullock as Marie. And did we need to see Sandra Bullock? No, we didn't. No, No, because we already we already realized that that Brad Brad Pitt's Ladybug character has already kind of learned at this point perspective. That's what it's about. Like, I'm not. We didn't need that last little. Thing falls on the car to discuss. Yeah, it. yeah. And then yeah. I know Isaiah, you In were fact, laughing your ass off, but did we need the water bottle flashback? <laughs> oh, I laughed at that because I was just like, "There's no." There, I knew that that felt like a solid joke. Yeah. To me. The whole yeah. thing is that whole sequence yeah. is a joke. Yeah. But I, I, I laughed because I was like, the novelty of it. We've talked that we talked about everything else. <laughs> We've told you about everybody else's connection in this, and the fact that they did that—that's so, straight up. So, just but a, you really, you really. You, <laughs> You were really, oh, you were really questioning how water bottle got onto a train. No, it is it is one hundred percent not necessary. Yeah, yeah. But it was a fun. It was. It, I thought it was funny that they even took the time to do that. Yeah. Like I was like, yeah. This right, is yeah. They wanted to humor people. Yeah, yeah. I was like, well played. That's a joke for y'all. Yeah. yeah. Us at home might be like, what the. F-? But yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know, for them, they were like, this is gonna be yeah. funny. Yeah. <laughs> this um, is a funny little move. Yeah, definitely the. Tangerine, like I said, I hit Trevor when that scene happened. Him running and jumping to the back of the bullet train and punching it, and and I was like, "Come on, now!" The man broke the glass with his fist. All right, uh, that's fine. Yeah. Also, and I know that's some thick glass. Yeah. Also, uh, a little bit more slow motion that I would have wanted. Probably there were some times where they did slow motion. I felt like, eh, you don't have to have as much of that in here. But that's just me yeah. nitpicking. And then I also felt like Lemon should have died. Um, <laughs> That would have just been the emotional part that we'd be like, oh, man. Uh, I just feel like he should have yeah. died. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, unless they plan on, I mean, as much as I love him as a character, he should have died. It just would have been realistic for me <laughs> that he would have died. Um, yeah. So just a couple of things like that. But other than that, I mean, I really enjoyed the movie, man. I thought it was cool. I think it dragged on the last, you know, 10 minutes, 15 or whatever, like we just talked about. And we could have cut it. So yeah, yeah. got to dang it on I- that as well. So. I do think that there's also a um, one other thing in terms of again mine is just about realism in a sense I guess because that was the everybody the first would be was jacked about. up nobody would be able to move people would be dead from oh. the impact of these <laughs> blows to the well, head well, yeah besides that at the end with the train like everything on that speed train the, <laughs> the ending was crazy so and to speak to the real to realism there's a moment where they like announced that. <laughs> Everybody on the, like, he says, 
that the, we're going to miss the next few stops because I bought all the seats or something on the train. Mm-hmm. So it was going straight to Kyoto from this point. Yeah. But I'm like, most of this action takes place earlier while there are other people still on the train. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to penalize it for the fact that it actually, that it didn't make a big deal of people getting off. We just happened to notice that if you pay attention, like throughout the movie, you do notice that there's less and less people. You just, so I'm glad that they didn't make a big deal out of it. However, when those initial fights are happening and skirmishes, there should have been some people who got in the way. <laughs> yeah. Like, or who were screaming. Like, this, I, I, I don't know. To me, I'm like, unless you uh, had only Yakuza members on the whole train. <laughs> So, but but I, well, I mean, well, they kept they kept it discreet though. I said, yeah, that's what I was no, going to say. They kept it discreet. It's certainly arguable. The one that was not, now, not the, for everything, right? right? So when he fights, when he the, fights Tangerine, uh, and then the concessions lady comes in, like she should have seen that. Oh, they've been smashing some of these cabinets and all that. Yeah, they got blood all over. He got blood all over him, but she's just all like restocking. Yep. But that's uh, but that's also part of just the humor. That's the humor. Of the yeah, movie, yeah, though. that one's humorous. I get yeah. it. Yeah. But he goes and um, one, you've got a, a dead person, the son. Yeah. <laughs> the son, a dead person who gets you know who gets killed in, on on the boat or, or on the sorry on the train by the character. Yeah. We don't know is the Hornet yet, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. So that happens in front of people, and nobody notices this, especially with his eyes cried out with blood. <laughs> Because there are clearly people sitting in that car. Yeah, but there was nobody sitting next to them, so there was clearly enough time. I mean, like can, you can, you can, you can give them the benefit of the doubt that nobody passed by, and at the time okay. it was just so perfect. no one passes by and sees that. But they don't see those two fighting in the seat. Whenever Ladybug sits down and fights with women in the seat, they were doing it discreetly. It, yeah, because remember the, jump, the lady kept the fool jumped into in the it. same seat as him. Yeah, but I said, yeah. I mean. I'm on the bus every day, man. I put on my headphones. Sometimes I'm falling asleep. <laughs> Sometimes I'm in the phone. People are, yeah, like, yeah, people are sleeping. Okay. Sleeping and, and how stuff. do you explain the place where the character's at? Because the character bus, the character section of the bus, or the train, sorry. Now it's got me talking about your, your bus rides. <laughs> <laughs> but the character section of the train where Ladybug gets into the small entanglement with the character, nobody notices then either? I mean, but that I mean, wasn't that. Like, it wasn't like. It was all he did was like snatch the briefcase back. That's it. It wasn't it. He decked in the nose to get it back. <laughs> Again, that's okay. I mean, nobody's gonna notice that. That wasn't grand enough that I think passerbys or anybody paying attention. It was still just subtle enough. I thought. Trevor, we live in a world where people put will put an argument, a small argument. There are whole websites dedicated to Karens who are not even like hitting people. They just talking. <laughs> So Isaiah, I definitely I see Isaiah's point, but it's a, it's a nitpick. Yeah, you know? it's a nitpick. It's a nitpick. nitpick. We're going to have to because the scene that y'all are talking about with with Tangerine and uh and Ladybug fighting in that scene, I thought that was cool because <laughs> it was funny because he's like, oh, I don't have any, oh, I don't have my wallet on me or whatever. Can you pay for it? And Tangerine has to pay for it. I just thought it was like funny. Yeah, that was now, like there was just a well played. And then scene also, there. you're better arguing Isaiah for when Lemon and Ladybug were fighting. Every time the the woman looks back and they just kind of stop fighting and smile at her, she should clearly see that, oh, Lemon's face is bloodied. It wasn't bloodied last time I looked. Yes. Well, and they're also in the middle of like, they are not in the, they're not against the wall. So that means they're in the middle of the section, which means that there are people behind them that would easily see Brad Pitt's character getting up to go to the other side of the seat to fight. And that's what I'm saying. Like, 
just little little pieces. Well, you like, never saw if there was anybody sitting behind you. This is this is you. You didn't see if anybody was sitting behind them. You're only assuming. You can also hey, just think, I'm gonna tell you one thing. Thing, I know that I know that there are still people exiting the like all I know is at the first exit <laughs> there are a lot of people who get off. I think there are a couple more people who get off at the second exit. Look. If I remember right, because I'm gonna end this, I'm end this right now, Isaiah. Look. Between the three of us, if I see brothers walking around bloody on a uh, bullet train, I ain't about to say nothing, bro. I'm about to just put my AirPods on, mind my business, and I'm chilling. I'm gonna pretend like I'm going Fair to sleep, enough. even if I can't. Fair sleep. enough. I, and I, I don't mean, know how people I might get, get down my in tail Japan. Right off of the next time. I don't know how they get down in Japan, but they probably like, look, I that's y'all's business. I don't give a damn. Well, that's yeah, the only one you- in this group that's been just to Japan. I can speak on that. Oh my! Oh, God. here we go. It's time to end the episode. Yo, let's what? Look at that slight flex. That wasn't even a slight flex. That was a big flex. That was a, clearly Isaiah uncultured swan. Yeah, clearly Isaiah doesn't under the, understand the people of Japan. And as a huge clearly. anime fan, yo ass should have been in Japan. Isaiah. Oh, I'll get there eventually. One of these days. <laughs> Until then, I have to live in Trevor's shadow. But you're right. It's a it's a it's a nitpick a little bit. It's just when I look at it, though, I notice that there are multiple there are multiple train exit scenes where people are seen getting on and off. You know, t- and you that's know, why I was you know like, what you could do with this clip, though, Isaiah. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll put it that? together for you. You can send it to Cinema Sins. Maybe they'll hire you. Because oh yeah, <laughs> they be nitpicking too. I'm like, bro, come on, it's some movie. Like, let, let it go. I'm just saying, we the old lady gets work. on the bus. <laughs> Hey, look, man. Oh, the, the, dang it, Trevor! You and got, you got me stuck on this bus bullshit. No, can we? No, let's let's go ahead and like let's give our scores. Y'all can tie. Y'all can have this combo outside the episode. I'm just, no, no. I'm just saying, y'all acting like that old lady didn't get on the on the train with other people. <laughs> they make it a habit to show other people get on at that point. So that's it's not crazy. It's a nitpick, but it's not crazy. Shit. Man, shout out to the movie for just having a good plot, man. I mean, shit. I don't know. It, yeah. All, All right. Stuff, you're right. right. <laughs> I, I still get a shit 100. There it is. It's 100 for me. The shit is still 100 for me. You giving the movie 100%? That's what's I saying. am. I had a great time in that bad boy. I'm eager to watch it again. You sure, I can't see you how sure I can. it doesn't bother you that people didn't notice? You sure it doesn't bother you enough to boost down your score a little bit? <laughs> it's 100. Okay. All right. It's 99.8, so it still rounds to 100. <laughs> All right, that's fine. Uh, Trev, what you giving it, man? Ninety-two. Yeah, I'm saying with you, ninety-two percent. Yeah. yeah, it's a good movie. 92%. It's a really good movie. It's, it's but... definitely an A. I mean, I don't know Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know why their aggregated score is fifty-five percent. I don't know. I that's guess exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, but the critics didn't seem to feel the same way. Whatever. I don't, I don't yeah. get it. I mean, this yeah. is the more violent movie that we've seen recently of recent movies that have dropped. So I think that could have probably, uh, <laughs> I think they might have been like, yeah, no. So yeah, that's you know, fair. That's fine. Yeah, Kev, you ain't got nothing to say about that. You're Mr. I quote the tomato meter. All hell the tomato I mean, meter. And ladies and gentlemen, he's saying that because of Interstellar. It got a like a C minus. No, 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 C minus, no, no, I no. think. Anytime you not just Interstellar, anytime you argue with me, you're the one who's all like, Well, the tomato meter is seventy seven percent. Yep. You make sure we know what that tomato meter said. You're right. Yeah. Because and I and I try to go for the users, but they give every I mean when they give like Morbius like 78% on 80%. I'm like, nah, y'all too generous. Y'all need to stop. <laughs> so, I don't, you're right. Rotten Tomatoes might just be fucked up in general. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think, Sha- I yeah. love Shang-Chi, but damn, 98%? All right, chill out. 
<laughs> Chill out. Man, Chill out. Great. And I think. Chill out. Now, it's always interesting with Kev, with, with, with the tomato meter. Kevin, you, you'll. One of the things we love to always debate is Moonlight. Kevin always says Moonlight's not that fire, yet he never likes to mention that. It has ninety eight percent, and that's and that's uh, that should have been my sign right there that they're full of cap. That's cap. That's all <laughs> cap right there. That should I should have taken that. I should have I should have taken that sign right there that they on that bull. But yeah, so you just so you cherry picking. Yeah, you're right. I'm cherry picking. Okay. Hey man, you got a career in politics. <laughs> <laughs> Look like I've taken your seat, Isaiah. Oh, you go ahead, man. It's all yours. <laughs> no, nah, man. Oh, man. But, man, I'm I. I, I'm with Trevor in the fact that you do bring it up a lot, but I'm glad that you do see some like flaws in the tomato meter. Like, I, I, you may cherry pick, but at least you know that it don't get it right all the time. I just feel like yeah, all of us are pretty get it right. That's yeah. We all are pretty well rounded in in movies. I think we can make our own decisions. Y'all know I don't ever check that stuff out. I try not to read mm-hmm. anything or look at a score before we do it. So that's just where yeah. I'm at. But man, we appreciate y'all taking a chance to listen to us. Man, please look for us on Instagram. Look for us on TikTok. Look for us everywhere that uh, you can listen to your podcast. And tell a friend to come and join in, too. But we thank you for checking us out, and we hope that you guys have a good one. Peace. Hey, Isaiah, were you going to say listen to us everywhere, everywhere all at once? <laughs> See that? See I thought you were going to say that. That would have been a nice one. I, I got to give you some credit for that. That would have been a nice one. Yeah. That was a nice little connection to it. And that... Yeah, that's yeah, that's a that's a just kudos. Did you just think of that? So listen to us everywhere, <laughs> everywhere this podcast can be found. Tell a friend. Make sure to come. Rate us five yeah, stars. Give us five stars. I mean, we working hard out here. We deserve it. Okay, we deserve it. Give it to us. That's right. Now, nah, but right. y'all have a great one, folks. We love y'all. Thanks for listening. Peace. Later. This has been the Real for Real podcast with Kevin, Trevor, and Isaiah. Thanks for tuning in. Keep up with the conversation by following us on our social media. On Instagram, you can find us at the Real underscore for Real, and on TikTok, you can find us at the Real for Real podcast. Be safe, be blessed, and we'll catch you next time.